We're sorry, guys. We lied to you. No guess. <laughs> we're we still here, and we're vibing by ourselves with Summon. Let's go. Episode, episode six, season two. We're just cruising through these. And it's our first daytime episode. But why is it a daytime episode? It's a daytime episode because at 5.30, I'll be on my flight with Roberto, headed to Miami, and then we're just going to be chilling. Man's going for a whole week. Fuck yeah, yo. Fuck yeah. I mean, we'll get into it in a second, but first... I'm not excited for, <laughs> I'm not for this beer. Uh, we've been, I've been rushing around all day today, we, so we got to literally just picked up again what was in the fridge. It's Budweiser. It says it's the king of beers, brewed and canned in USA. I'm sure it's going to be near the bottom of our list <laughs> come the season finale, but... Let's crack them. Cans, not bottles. Damn, I just cut my nails, too. Ow! Ah! That fucking hurt. Cheers. I mean, if you just think, <laughs> if you just think like college tailgate, this like, is what this, this is, is the beer that's in the coolers. Yeah, and you pick yeah. one of these up. Oh, hundred percent. But I mean, beer is beer, right? And yeah, we're drinking it. It's not like the. I feel like it's definitely not the worst of the basic beers. Like Natty, I think yeah. is worse. Regular Bud Light's worse. Yeah. Coors, I think, is worse. So this, yeah, this is. This but is, again, it's in that tier. It's in that tier. That's the king of those beers. Yeah, the king of them ones. <laughs> the ones you find in a 30 rack. Yeah. Bro, today I've been rushing though. I've, I've been all over the place. I have so much stuff I need to kind of put together. If you guys aren't here, but Paul can see, I literally am like probably 25% of the way packed right now. It's 241. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my shirts laid out. I went to the mall the other day with my boy, uh, Roberto. And actually, Flores came too. He, he only got one shirt, though. He's not coming with us. But a little bit more of an update for you guys. So last week, I told everybody it was going to be me, Roberto, Rennie, Sam. And we're going to go meet Tristan because he's already down there. However, our season ended. So we all expecting to take this trip, right? But our coach decided... Bombshell. Yeah, bombshell. Training for the next two weeks. Which is... Which is uh well, obviously, you don't have to train. But yeah, I'm going. Rennie and Sam are still playing next year, so they have to stay. And I told them, I, I, they made a mistake. I would have gone to the coaches, and I would have been like, listen, I'll stay if you pay for my flight. I and, think that's so reasonable. And that's that's reasonable because they could ask that. I can't ask that. If Rennie like, and I was Sam there. Can, yeah, yeah, exactly. Two stars Yeah, Rennie and Sam, nothing's going to happen to them. They could ask that. If it was me... I would have been been out of here. Yeah. I would have been gone. I mean, I just think it's it's pretty weird. Like, you know, yeah, you want to maintain fitness as much as you can while everyone's still at school. But at this point, like, anything you do now, it's not going to help towards next season. And if anything, yeah, guys yeah, yeah. guys the, are tired from the season. It was a, yeah, a very wants, short everyone season. Everyone wants a break. Condensed. I'm already playing with my team, mm -hmm. like, outside of school so this is kind of just a nuisance also it's crunch time for school yeah for sure you know the last few weeks of school and like i got to do a lot of work and it's it's kind of annoying but yeah. what can you do today i had my meeting with the coaches and Ooh. basically made it official that like i told them what next the fall is going to be my last season fire so you'll be where i'm at soon yeah. bro but 
But yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> excited for this fucking trip, dude. It sucks that Rennie and Sam can't tag along. But at the end of the day, we're going to be meeting up with our boy Andy Alvarez, who we actually mentioned earlier in this podcast. I think in a, a episode a, a long, long time ago. But um, so I'm excited to see him again. I haven't seen him in like a year and a half almost. I thought he came like in the fall. <sighs> he, he did come in the fall. To, yeah, he did. He definitely did. I'm I think he, no, he did. he did, but I don't know if it was the fall. Whatever. I haven't seen him in a very, very long time. So it's going to be nice to see him again. Also, just be down Miami, bro. I'm pale as fuck, dude. Like, I'm trying to catch a tan. Like, I'm trying to You're come back catch here a tan, bro. nice and brown, bro. My, like, golden brown. My boys are just... my One of my boys just moved down there. And, like, he's living with another one of my boys for a few months. And, I mean, they're just living life down there. That's what I'm saying, bro. They're living life. That's what I'm saying. I'm definitely excited. I mean, the club scene... Oof. I heard. I heard it's... It's so fire, but I also I, I also know. heard it's a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's the one part that's gonna kind of suck. So we actually have a, a plan. We sat down, made an itinerary. We got we're going to Top Golf. We're gonna go snorkeling. We're gonna go to Miami Beach. We're gonna go to the Keys. You know, we're gonna do a lot of different things that aren't necessarily just strictly clubbing. And we're probably not gonna like go to a bar every single night. Although I would love to. But like what you just brought up, yeah, mad it's bread, just bro. so much mad money. Bread. Like the cover fee for some of these clubs is like fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah, exactly. Which is like a lot. You and, know? and 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 not even that. Like, so so you need to get a table, right? Most of these bars and places like that, especially yeah. with, with COVID nowadays. Some of them, yeah. You, you can't just you, you don't just walk in. There's and no pool. general admission. You yeah. have to have a table, and either that costs money. Like, and obviously we're not going to go to this bar, but there was one. I know Bad Bunny and Unwell have been in um miami they've been posting videos they said one of their fucking things it's 50 grand just to buy the table yeah well like, my that's friend, insane my friend and we're not at, going to those bars my, obviously my friend was at a club where floyd like he was there not too long ago what one of my other friends who, who was in miami yeah. like last week and he's sat his him and his friends he had to get a table he got a yeah. table and floyd mayweather got was it was there had a table sat down Immediately bought seventy grand worth of alcohol. You have to first table, and and he had like some supermodel grinding on him (laughs) the whole time. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the vibes are down there for sure. I mean, it's at this point, you know, it's it's going to be a little bit different now that we only have three people. But when I think about it, like when you when you're bringing around five people, it's a lot harder to either get into places or things are a little bit more expensive. You end up paying a little more because, yeah, you might all share a bottle, but the bottle's going to go much quicker than if you were only half three yeah. people. But, well, see, I mean, I know Tristan's girlfriend's probably going to be Sing- tagging around a lot. Yeah, S- single, ready to mingle, though. Yeah, big vibe. <laughs> My- Miami prime time. Mm. I mean, you're going to have a blast, dude. I- I- I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for these beaches, too. Oh, I haven't sh- been. I haven't been. I, I actually went to the beach uh, a little while back, but it was mad, like dark out rainy cold where'd you go oh 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 yeah yeah i remember i remember yeah, I yeah. Forget where i forget what the fucking beach's name was long branch somewhere near there but it wasn't long branch started with an m i don't fucking know i'll ask and i'll figure it out eventually but i i definitely know it yeah i just can't think of it off the top of my head whatever moral of the story is i'm going to miami in three hours and i'm fucking hype yeah, dude. But you know what I'm not hype about? 
the fact that my fucking career is career over. is done my soccer at career at njit is kaput. oh yeah by the way we didn't since the last episode we didn't update everyone a lot of people listening probably know our season's done as we said earlier we lost, lost in the, the semis to vermont again one zero sad ending but that's how it goes and that's it that's <laughs> it <laughs> that's it uh, i mean listen man there's a lot of emotion that i had you know leading up to that game and i tried to like keep it in mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm I'm not trying to boast myself, but, you know, I, I like to think of myself as the guy that keeps the good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not the type of person that is trying to bring people down or or look at things negatively. I'm trying to be optimistic. Always, like, you know, yeah, as, you yeah, know yeah, fucking yeah. chirp squad. Always hype. Always getting guys going. Shit like that. So, it was, for me, I, I didn't really think I was going to be super upset um, if we lost. Just because I never really thought that I was that type of person. You yeah, know? yeah. And especially because I'm like, I, I haven't been playing. Like, I when, when I was finished my, my career in, in my senior year, it was a really bad ending anyway, so I cried for a different reason. But, like, I, I, it, I always felt like it was, it meant so much more when you're actually partaking yeah, in the yeah. games and you're playing and you're doing all these things. Like, it means more. Because, I mean, after some of the losses this year, I'm not going to lie, I didn't, not I don't really wanna, give a shit. I don't want to say I didn't care. No, but it was like but it didn't it, hurt me. It like you know what I'm saying. It, it didn't like yeah, pierce no, me no, on, I on f- a level. I felt I felt that like I felt such a difference. Yeah. When you play and like 100%. when you play and you win when you play like because I got some playing time. When you play and you lose, it hurts yeah. more. I didn't get I didn't get a single second of playing time this year, which I won't discuss. But whatever I again just from based off that I never really thought I was emotionally going to be attached but I think about a minute when a, there was the announcement one minute left in the game I I dead ass started to get choked up you know that choked up feeling in your throat yeah, the yeah. scratchiness I could tell I could tell and like I was getting like like come on like come on guys get one last push we made a couple attempts but nothing really like yeah latent and even when even when the clock struck zero and the game ended, I didn't like instantly cry and I was like, Oh, okay, that that feeling in my throat's kinda passed, maybe I'll be fine and like everybody walked off the field and I just kinda like walked onto the field a little bit and like was just like looking around. And it hit you. And it literally dead ass like hit me like like I'm I'm not ever gonna play division one soccer at njit anymore like just like you I, yeah, yeah. I, I have like a side team that i'll play with here and there but you know i have a job now like that's not my number one priority anymore um and it just hit me that like not necessarily like backflashes of memories and things like yeah, that yeah, yeah just the sheer fact that it's done it's done like it's dead ass done like there's no more pra- i'm not going to practice tomorrow i'm not staying here like all everything like you know what they say like you don't know it's you miss someone until they're gone or something like that like it's the same thing like you or you don't know the last time you're hanging out with your friends is until it's the last time like i didn't know i didn't know the last practice was going to be my last practice like obviously that thought was in my head but it wasn't a hundred percent possibility we could have won that game practice on friday and, and had another game saturday 
And obviously I was banking on that, but you know, that's gone. That was the last time I was ever going to be changing and warming or, and getting ready in the locker room. It was the last time I was fucking sitting on a bench screaming at my fucking teammates and roasting the other players, yeah. which I got a good one in. Yeah, the, yeah, I got a good yeah. one in on the goalie, thank God. So I went out with the bang, but, you know, like, all of those things hit me. Fuck, this is going to be the last bus drive back ever. You know, the bus drives for me are always good memories. They're always good yeah. vibes. And it's like, all of that crack, hit, and then I crack, cracked. Cracked open some... Oh, got, some Jack, got a nice yeah, little bottle Jack of Jack for the road home. And, like, I was looking forward to that, but I just... I started crying, which I haven't cried in a very long time. I almost cried. A lot of people told me when they saw me crying, they started to cry. I almost meant a lot, but... I almost cried. I was like, I was like, damn, bro, that's it, because... Besides two, there's two games that I watched where you didn't sit next to me. One you were on the field, and the other Stony, the Stony Brook. Brook when you were out with COVID. When was I on the field? Temple. Oh yeah. When you played my my mm-hmm. freshman year, your sophomore year. Mm-hmm. But those were the only two times. Besides that, we're always on the bench together. We're always on the bench together, and I was like, "Damn, this is it." And it was like, "Fuck, dude!" Even even like yesterday in training, man, because we we practiced yesterday. I was like, "Fuck, this just doesn't feel the same anymore," you know? Yeah, where's the energy? Where did it doesn't th- doesn't feel right? And then I was like, "Well, looks like I got to step in." Yeah, but well, I was like, it was like the end for me. Like I cried, and then like I kind of collected myself, started walking back. When we were walking into the building, I started crying again, collected myself into the locker room. And then, like, I think I just start. I sat down, like, in the locker room, and, like, I couldn't take off any of my gear. Yeah. Like, because, like, I knew it was going to hurt. Because, again, it's one of them last things, like, never going to be able to fucking yeah. wear another NJIT jersey again. So I took it. Uh, I sat down. Then changed, started crying again. But uh, I'm grateful for my boys, specifically Paul and Sam, because they were sitting next to me. And, like, I feel bad, obviously, for Sam because he was the goalie that was playing. And, like, he, like, felt like he, like, ended my career in a way. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, no, Sam Sam was, Sam was like, a big... Whenever I talked to him, he was, like, he wanted you to play some of the games. <coughs> he, al- he always felt yeah, he that way. he told me. He actually, he came up to me one time. And he was, like, yo, like, I want to talk to the coaches and, like, tell them that I want you to get playing time. And I told him no. I told him, yeah. I was like, listen, like, I don't want them to give me playing time because you said so. Yeah. I want them to give me playing time because they've acknowledged me as a soccer player and they have determined on their own accord that, th- that I'm good enough to play in yeah. whatever game they give me. And if it doesn't, ha- I told him, even I said, listen, if it doesn't happen, like I can come to terms with that. I have come to terms with that. Yeah. I'm not like furious at them for not playing me. Am I upset? Obviously. Yes. Like dude, a big dude, like what really made me start crying was remembering my parents. Like they come to all these different games and they've seen me play twice. Yeah. Once at temple. And I think once at like, like last 10 minutes of a VMI game I think my dad came and like but they've come to 20 30 games 30 might be cap yeah I'd say around 20 a little under maybe and like they just do it literally to support the team and to support me not to come that's what my family does and like I I really got like I really started like coming down 
crying when like I started thinking about them. Yeah. Because like, bro, like they've sacrificed so much, and I couldn't even like. Yeah, I don't want to feel say, like, like you dis- disappointed yeah. them in a way. I know I didn't. Yeah, I know I didn't. Yeah. But like, they understand. Like yeah. that's it's not that's my how choice. I feel. Like my, my think about it. Like my grandpa before, obviously they didn't allow fans. Like every this dude game. was at every home game. He would always every- point him out. That, oh, he's yeah, in the hat. Yeah, over yeah, there. yeah. Always showed up all the time, and like. I mean, I like I used to always feel like bad. And it's a shame that they couldn't come this year. Like they yeah. all watched, obviously on the live stream, same, they saw same, me play. Yeah. But but they it was a shame I felt. But at least they saw me play a few times yeah. last year, where I came in and they were there. But you got was, you did get some minutes though this year. The one, yeah, 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 exactly. But they weren't at the game, right? Like the one game, it was funny because the one game where my whole family came. Except my dad. My dad has never been to the Division One game, which I'm never against him for that. I don't blame him for that. I always tell him that I'm not offended. He doesn't. He doesn't need to come, right? But mm-hmm. I, like, I'm grateful that my family comes to support yeah. me. But the one game where both sets of grandparents came, my mom came, my sister came, like they all came. It was the Jacksonville game where I got in. I was nice. like really happy about that because I was like, well, at least now they've all seen me play. Yeah. For, uh, even though it was like eight minutes, they saw me play mm-hmm. in a D- Division One game, and it was like fun because we won the regular season yeah, championship, whatever. But I mean, for in like I I get where you're saying. Like there, there are certain times where you're just like, I kind of feel bad when they come. You know, when your family comes and you don't play, it's like well. Because for you, it's different. Because like, where where are you from? How far away are you? 20 minutes, yeah. My parents drive an hour, 20 minutes, one way to get here. Yeah, exactly. That's so different. So they're driving it's two different. hours, they're driving yeah. two hours and 40 minutes to watch me not play. Like, and, and listen, my dad, my dad specifically, my mom sometimes, my dad would always be the person to drive, when I was, whenever I was a kid, drive me up to my, my Olympic development program which is like a yeah, two-hour yeah, drive ODP, yeah. i would drive to odp two hours away he would always be the one to drive me i had long away trips for playing for psa we played a team in connecticut yeah. with the american everton team with fucking in connecticut a three-hour one-way drive he would always drive me like whenever we had fuck I, and i i played for princeton soccer I'm, I'm from pa but i played in new jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. my my trains were 45 minutes away before i had my license he had to drive me to practice yeah. every, every two times three times a week and over the weekends for a game you know, so like that's always been in my parents, and I, you know, I'm gassing my dad up. My mom did come a lot, but just my dad way more than my mom did. But like both of them, they've always been the type of parents where like if you if you if you have something, they're always supportive. And if they're not doing anything, like my mom might have work she has to do, or yeah. maybe one day my dad or one week my dad is on a business trip and whatever, you know, and that's why they can't come. But if they aren't doing anything, they're They'll gonna come. come. They're gonna be there. Well, my my family, my grandpa was always like that. Like, up until I was fifteen, because that's when, or sixteen, that's when kids started driving me. Yeah. When my friends started driving me, but up until then, my grandpa drove me everywhere, literally everywhere. When I turned sixteen, actually, there was trainings. Like he would even come. He would let me drive his car and. Like with my permit, because I had my permit, yeah. and I'd drive, but he'd come, always come, always supportive, always there yelling on the sidelines, yelling at the ref. When I was younger, he used to yell at me way more often. Now he doesn't really yell, but like, he still comes, all my men's league games, he's there. EFA? Well, EF, EFA, he came to the first game, he didn't come to the last game, because uh, my sister had a game. Okay. 
you know, because now my sister's younger and she's coming up. But, like, a lot of, like, the men's league, my Polak men's league games for both me and my brother. I mean, that's convenient for my family. Like, both me and my brother are playing, so, of course, they're going to want to be there to watch us, right? Yeah. But he's he's always there. And, like, my my, my dad would come comes to those games. Like, my uh, mom. My mom. Like, my, my family's always been there, like, supporting me. So, wait, me, why you know? does your dad come to those games? Because he knows I'm going to play. Yeah? That's why. It was, and... When I yeah when when I'm pl- when I'm playing there's more incentive also like my dad has more ties because my men's league team obviously it's a big club like in terms of there's a youth system and I came straight through the youth system and up until I was fourteen yeah, can you open this dude my when, fucking when I was se- when I was seventeen to fourteen no no seven to fourteen Thank my you. dad was the president of the club fire so he he and like. He, he changed the club, like, he has a big connection to it, because, like, when he came in, there was six teams okay. across age groups. When he left, there was 17. Hey, he fucking killed it. And and, and added a women, added girls teams, like... Nice. So, like, he... he, he has quality, like a, baby. Yeah, well, he, he, well, he did that partially also, because, like, my sister. Oh, yeah. You know, my sister... Did she play there? She, she still kind of does here and there. Okay. Nick's dad guy on our team is actually the coach of the team that she plays for because nick's little Shout sister nick's little sister and my little sister play together nice right but my sister now plays for like the number two team in, in new jersey for for her age group mm-hmm. but like my family is always supporting and i feel bad sometimes that i can't show up to my sister's games because she shows up to my games you know yeah. but she's younger and but she's I, i've always told people she's the most talented of the three of us yeah Hundred nice. percent, but she doesn't work hard enough. <laughs> She's the most talented though. Cent- I'm I'm a I'm a striker. My bro- my older brother's a center back, and she's a center mid. Oof. And she she's like a throw all three of you guys on the scene. She's team, like a she pings it around like. Nice. But you know, like I mean, my family again, like the support system was always there, mm-hmm. and that's why I felt like when I got to college, it was like it was just. You know, it's it's almost disappointing for for you feel even though it's you know it's not, it almost feels like it is. Yeah, but the thing is that you gotta remember is you still have a year and I know Regs and Rennie are still coming back, which is just like so unfortunate. (laughs) I've been here now. I've been here now. This is gonna be next season's gonna be my fourth season. And Rennie's Rennie's been there for the for all four years plus two years. Yeah. Past. Like, and, and it sucks that you got a taste this year because Rennie was away at Real Salt Lake for a little while and you were that second guy. You would, yeah. Regs would get subbed out and you'd play the last 10 minutes of the first half and you might get subbed yeah, yeah, in yeah. for another another 5-10 minutes in the, in second, the second half, half to yeah. rest him a little and then throw him back in. Yeah. And I think I think that's it was just like, a great role this was for the you. First, this was the first year I got valuable minutes yeah. like in big, big games. Time. Big games too. You, you know? know, like not just bullshit games, fucking conference games. And, yeah. And that's something that that's something that I think you did really well. And it, it was unfortunate, you know, and, and, and you can't really cut I'm any not, slacks yourself because they're such good players, you know? I'm not even Both mad. Both of them made I the was, fucking what? All conference The thing team? is, I got to a point where I just said... Rennie came back for half the season, made the fucking all-conference team. I'm not even mad that he came back. I don't care. Like, for me, it was just like, all right, he's coming back. I knew immediately. I was like, all right, well, that's it. Yeah. You know? Like, I knew I was going to go back to my old role of being on the bench, right? And... and it's not bad, though, it's not. Know? It's not. It's not really bad. I didn't... I don't mind it. That's what I got used to. Like, yeah. that was my life. Like, 
in in fact, I was out of my comfort. I got out of my comfort zone this year when I started going on the field. I was like, wow, now I <laughs> now I got to now I actually have to go to games. It's, yeah. it's a different it's a different feeling when you go to games and you're actually like you now have you to be ready to warm up. Yeah, you got to be properly. ready to play. You got to be mentally sort of checked in. And it was different. It was a different feeling when I was sitting there, yeah. you know, especially like the UMBC game where like I hadn't gone into games prior, like important games prior yeah. to that. And I was, and I look, I remember looking down the bench. Well, obviously you were the only person to yeah. my right. And then I looked down left. the left and I was like, I don't know who's going to go in before me. Yeah. Cause nobody. obviously injuries and P- P- COVID and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't know who's going to go in ahead of me. You. And I got called in, <laughs> almost scored two minutes into my, to the first, first game I went in. But, and like, I've always felt like, I've always felt that if I got more time, I could I could like do more, you know, but I'm not gonna sit here and say like I deserve to play over some of these guys. Like I know they're they're un- some of these guys are unbelievable. Like yeah, but especially in like the system that they're running now, like they're running three at the top and they put regs out on a wing. I still don't understand why you can't have a three man rotation where you get thrown in, give Rennie some rest, you get thrown in, give Reg some rest. Yeah, but I mean, I don't get upset. Like, it's yeah. their decision, whatever. I mean, we no. talked about the bench riders' perspective. Fucking yeah. literally dead ass season one, episode you know, one. You like, know, I, I don't mind. It's, it's not I, about that. I don't that. really care. It's not, it's not, for me, like, I just care about us winning. Like, I was so happy when we won the chip. And, like, I'm I'm all about, like, the post game yeah. fun. Yeah, and, like, for me, like, when I look back, kind of just to wrap this up, like, for me, when I look back at, at my career, it, it, obviously it was never the games it was never just winning being able to play being that guy you know it, it was never that for me like it's the memories of practices and everything and pre-games yeah and post-game celebrations or sadness <laughs> you know we drink to forget classic Bitter, setting bittersweet yeah yeah it's bittersweet drink. but but Win, lose, draw, we're always got together. You know, maybe not everybody, but you know, you guys know who you are. The people who always pull up, yeah, and just the have people a, who have come and have a good time. Those are the people that I've built connections with, and that's the reason why I never quit. Yeah, there was a lot of times in my life throughout college where I thought, like, is this really worth it? I'm not getting playing time. The coaches don't really like me. Am I ever really going to find anything here, right? And when I thought about quitting, it was just an instant, like, are you fucking dumb? Yeah, like, like the guys around I would you. be, I would be negating all of this shit that happens at practice. Like, for me, I don't play games. So, in practice, I go hard as fuck because that's all I fucking yeah. have, man. When I fucking am playing in a scrimmage or even a drill or a game, I want to fucking win that shit. Yeah. I don't... And, and I always... If you guys... Well, you guys don't know. But, like, if you ever come to practices, I'll always try to stand on the opposite side of Sam. I always want to be on the other team than Sam is on. Because I want my team to try as hard as we fucking can to beat him. Yeah. And beat that team. Because it's always starting with subs. It's competitive. It's the competitive nature. Nothing against Sam, right? It's just, just like, I know he's the guy that's in front of me. So I want to be across. I don't want to just be standing behind him joining in his victory. I want to be that guy to be like, okay, I want to compete against him. Not only to push me to get better. But to push him to get better too, yeah. And 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 like like I think that like I I love the relationship that I have with all the goalkeepers. We have our goalkeeper union, right? When we warm up, you know, 
field players warm up, goalkeepers warm up. Like, I, yeah, dude, we, it the looks only like time a fucking... The, yeah, the only time the goalkeepers and the field players are together is when we're putting on our gear. As soon as we walk outside, goalkeepers go to the goal and the field players start just, doing jobs just around for the con- field. Just for context it, context, it looks like a fucking circus when you look over at the fucking Bro, goalkeepers warming it's up. it's so much fun because Augie used to run them and thank God he stopped and he allowed us to just do what we want. Because this whole season, I've essentially been running a lot of the sessions. You know, Sam has had some days where he's done stuff. Tristan has some days where he did stuff. Caden <laughs> <Kaden> never <laughs> did anything. He was just kind of there for the haul. But for the most part, like, I was running these sessions. And, like, I enjoy that. I used to work at Total Soccer. I used to work there doing trainings and stuff like that. I'm going to be working with more people as I uh, um, later on in my life. But, you know, like, like it's just fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we got to move on, right? And yeah. now, and now there's the next part of our lives. Stay, yeah. I mean, I'm still one last season. I'm not gonna lie. I was actually debating on same thing as you. Like I was actually thinking about walking away, not because, like, all right. Well, you have to think of it from my perspective, right? Everybody that I came to this program and grew to love, and like who. Like, let's start off with, like, guys who graduate. Well, I'm just going to start with the first guy who I knew at NGIT, which was Nick. Nick and Tom, right? The two Polish guys on the team were the two guys who really brought me in and, you know, like, made me feel comfortable here. And with those guys stepping away, like, that's, like, the first, like, all right, I'm still going to see Nick all the time. You know, yeah. when me and Nick have a relationship off the field and we, we see each other. Obviously, we play together at EFA and stuff, but we're part of the same friend group. And yeah, I'm always going to see him. But, like, you know, there's obviously Juan and the guys who graduated in the past. Andy, those guys were also, like, my big brothers mm-hmm. and stuff, and they walked away. Obviously, because well, they didn't walk away. They, they, they graduated, graduated, right? Everybody, everybody graduated. Now, probably the person who I became closest with over the course of my career, which is you, you're done, right? And I sat there and I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I mean, I still have, I still have like Zach and Rennie who were there before me, yeah. and then. But if you if you think about it, who has been? on the NGIT soccer team now after your graduating class longer than I have. Rennie, Zach. Potentially right on. He's he's done. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> and no one is breaking news to everyone. He did tell everyone. But actually I don't know a hundred percent because I know he went in something today. He was gonna coach was gonna make some decisions. He was he was gonna walk away and then he went to do some negotiating like a true Polak today. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, you have to do Still it. Still not hundred percent, but we'll see. We'll see, right? But yeah, you walk. You you're done, Tristan. and now now Tristan's done. So now it's besides me, Fabrizio, and Luke. Who that's the remaining guys left in my incoming class. Just you three? Yeah. How big was your class? Bardo. Bardo. Uh, Bardo Diego. Technically, Diego was technically in my class. He was both. He came but, in between, yeah. 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 Um, Danny, fuck Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Javi was technically in my class, but does does no no he was ruined Mama's season or Montclair's no, season. 
that Danny did, yeah. yeah. Um, Love to hear it. Victor Gomez and oh Kevin and Andy. Yeah. Kevin, wow. Kevin, All of them are gone. Kevin, Kevin and Andy were like my two closest friends my freshman year. They both Sharif. Left. Sharif gone, but I mean, you know. Yeah, that was never gonna last. Yeah, Sharif was actually a walk on with yeah. me, but he ended up quitting. Hmm. But what a guy! But regardless, there's three three guys, mm-hmm. and then Zach and Rennie. That's it. Who've been there longer than me? And I mean, they're like fucking seasoned vets. They are seasoned vets. I mean, they're both they're going both to their six. sixth sixth year. Because they got an injury. They both They're had red an shirt. injury, red shirt, and, and then this, a, and a this COVID. year the COVID, the COVID thing. So they got but besides that, you know, everyone who was on the team when I got here is gone, which is crazy. I mean, the team that I once knew. But that's the way it always is. It's the same thing with the soccer house, bro. It used to be the soccer house. Essentially, used to be me, Murph, Andy, Juan, and Zach. That was essentially. Jesus. That was essentially. And that the was. And house. that. And those are the guys. It's funny because those are the guys that I grew up like. No, no. Uh, as in the yeah. past few years, like that's and that's the NGIT soccer house. Like next year, it's gonna look completely different, different in here. It's gonna be breezy with JJ, Gomez and Rossi in here, and Caden staying in his. Which room. is unreal. Like I'm I gonna just, be here every weekend. I'm. I mean, it's it's a good group. Of, it's a good group of guys. It's a solid and group. honestly, like I. You know, I, 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 we have a good relationship with all these guys, like on the team. But it's just like the people who you know, show up the more, pe- you build the, more connections. Yeah, exactly. With. And it's like, and well, I mean, just the guys that I, you know, that I would come here to hang out with. Think every guy you mention, gone, gone from Except the soccer house. Well, Zach, yeah, Zach is still. But gonna, he doesn't even like. Yeah, he's Zach's not one of the guys who is like. Like here, twenty four seven, always chilling. Like Zach is a very regimented person. He studies most of his yeah. day. Why? Well, and, when, I always and he said, doesn't like studying in the house. I, he'll always go to a cafe or or a library yeah. to go study. Like that's his thing. And he'll come back late. And if he's got something in the morning, like Zach's not the yeah, type yeah. of person to just, just come chill. Well, like just, he'll go just, to sleep. Just as a background to Zach, though, like Zach is someone though that. Like I look yeah. up to. Like, yeah, well, like, I mean, when it gets down to it, of, you know. when it comes down to structure mm. and life, I mean, but Zach and you, like you're up there as well. But like Zach is Zach's also like the model, like like, yeah. like model, like structured. He gives also a fuck like way Eastern Europe, <laughs> Eastern European, like like yeah. like kind of like the cult, like, similar culture. Like I went to this graduation party in the summer, and that was what a great time that was, right? And, and I mean, I spoke to like his parents and stuff, and. And he's like a great guy. Yeah. Like just the, just the someone that I look up to. Like wow. Like I I should be like structured like that. Like I need to like give definitely a, shit a role model. My, yeah. Definitely like, a fire so, role model. Like I I always I always wondered to the, like with the coaches like why he wasn't a captain because I always just felt like because they don't. The, <sighs> yeah yeah no no we know we know we know why we know why it's hard to explain to other people. We know why. But it's just like so unfortunate you know, but, because but, everyone saw him yeah, as a yeah. captain. Everyone looks up to him as a captain, even though he's not. And it's funny because sometimes the coaches treat him like a captain, like in terms of like mm-hmm. Zach, take him around, Zach, warm them yeah. up, like like he does everything except have the label of being a captain. Have the armband. He's in the captain's group chat. He's yeah. not a captain. Like, I mean, but regardless, all those guys 
are gone. And now there's like this new generation. I'm the se- I'm a senior guy. I'm the commander in charge now. Have to lead, you have to lead the Yeah, and the I'm torch <laughs> has the torch has officially the, been passed. The torch has been passed. Have we ever, did we ever go over that like the naming system? No. Okay. Now now it's time to go over the naming system. So we can officially pass it on on to the podcast. So like originally when we started everybody had names. I was always the commander in chirp. Uh, Kyle was like the coordinator in chirp. Um, Paul Grainer was the CEO, right? Yeah, Paul Grainer was the CEO. (laughs) Uh, Casey McDonald was the chirp musician. Where were you? Originally, when we were talking about that stuff, I was like the intern. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was trying out. But then eventually I I just came in as like, yeah. And I was just I was just a member. I it was, was really yeah, cuz I remember we had names for we had like five different names. Andy had one, Lil Gabe had one. I forget what they are now. Um they all had something to do but with But then C's. Ever, everyone walked away. Yeah, and it really was just the commander in chirp name that was left. And that was me. So, I'm no longer there, so Paul has officially well, taken the torch. It's interesting cuz it when you when it was me, you and Andy. Yes. That was that the was me group. and you and then now now it's just me. I gotta recruit some guys, or that's it. You know. Who are we I, thinking? I don't know, dude. Next I don't know step. Is. Next step for the chirp squad. It can't just be you, Caden. Caden. Caden could. Caden. Caden wants to be in there. Aria. Aria. Aria's now. I mean, Aria said he's, he's a designated member. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to. You have to realize, like, I mean, he's not playing next. What's season. the number one rule of joining the chirp squad? You can't play. But he can't not, get playing time. He's not going to play next year at all. I know. He's so that's done. why he's designated because yeah. once he comes back, he's going to be playing again. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, thing is, I don't know. I got to look look at some... Like, ideally... Kane's number one option. Ideally, Kane's ideally, I wanted, I wanted to somehow drag Maxi Barboto into it. <laughs> but I, I don't think he's going to come until January. Oh, really? Because, yeah. I mean, I had a conversation with him. I don't want to get know this kid's, it. you know this kid's playing. Yeah, yeah, of This course. kid's playing every second. Maxi Barboto, every... for contacts, is coach's son. Yeah. Who will be an incoming freshman. Next fall? And it's, yeah, and it's a shame... It, Next spring, he's coming in January. Oh, he's not coming I, in the fall. If I'm not, that's what he told me mm. when I spoke to him outside of NJIT. I saw him. Yeah. And I had a long conversation with him, and I told him to tell his father that he didn't see me in the environment that he saw me. But <laughs> <laughs> regardless, well, actually, I, I'll I'll go into it. I, I we were playing pickup at, at like EFA. Okay. Which is like the club that I play for, but they have a facility and like basically like I'd just go and like I'd play and like I'd be hydrating with beer yeah. on the side, you know. Fire. Like, nah, Maxie's mad, mad chill. Yeah, I like I like he's him. You know, like a lot of people would think like you know you don't like the coach's son, nah, but I like. He's him. not your classic coach's son, bro. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to be that guy either. Yeah, yeah, and I, I it's gonna be I such a weird dynamic. I wouldn't treat him that way. Like I'd want to haze the fuck out of him. If he came <laughs> <here>. <laughs> this this kid would get fucked. If I was here and and every he's, single he's time, here, but Maxie, get the fucking cones. Yeah, pick up the balls. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Like treat treat oh, him like, like a yo, fucking pick up the goals, Maxie. <laughs> <laughs> treat him like a fucking pledge mm. in a fraternity. But I mean, I I don't know if I regard. I, we'll see. We'll see what kind of freshman class we have coming. Because like it's I don't want to big, die. right? They're bringing in three goalies. I heard. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. That would bring the goalie tally to five. Back to five. That was my freshman class. My freshman class came in with three goalies. Me, Ben, and Tristan. 
I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. Five goalies means there's going to be four that ain't playing. Yeah, so bro. Three that aren't traveling. That's the even worse one. Someone's got to get recruited. Yeah. Well, for me, my next steps, obviously, yeah. as you guys know, I'm going to be working at Shamrock Technologies. Currently, I'm looking big for... Big ups. Yeah, big ups. I'm looking for an apartment with Juan. Me and Juan are going to be rooming. Um, you know, I'm about to pull a, up. Of course. <laughs> there's, a, there's a place in East Orange that is our number one spot. I actually have the rental applications right here, literally right next to my desk. Um, so we submitted those to the landlord or, you know, whoever is running it or whatever. Um, so we're going to be waiting on his response. That's definitely our number one spot. Two bedroom, two bathroom. It's it's getting fully renovated. Um, 11 minutes away from campus, 20 minutes away from my work. Uh, I think, like, also 20, 25 minutes away from Juan's work. So we're getting into that. Um, but it's weird, you know, because now I have to be putting aside money and I don't really have an income right now because I, I don't work mid-semester and I'm going to be starting That's... my job up. So Welcome to life, man. Yeah, bro. I this mean, guy's going sudden, into the real world. Dude, all of a sudden I, I'm going to have to be getting fucking car insurance and then I'm going to have a car loan and I'm going to have my rent that I'm going to pay. Because like I, 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 I mentioned in an earlier episode, I've been absolutely blessed by my family, my my father has uh done very well and has been very smart with his money is invested um he actually told me that he paid off my sister's college my older sister lauren's college yeah my my older sister maddie's college and my college all from stocks wow like he yeah. he made money put some aside of stocks built it up and so like none of it is coming out of his pocket right yeah so I've slowly and surely been been getting convinced to get into stocks eventually, but I have too much on my hands right now. I'll do it when I graduate. Well, I mean, I can regardless. Talk to I know, I know. Regardless, regardless. A little off topic, but after that, the 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 stipulation is he's gonna pay for my food, pay for my rent, pay for my schooling, and he's gonna pay for all of my clothes up until I graduate. Once I graduate and have a job, which I have. It's done. It's on me, and I'm able to, right? I, I got yeah. a good-paying job. It's amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like so it's not I, like not, this guy. Yeah. Just I mean, we won't mention numbers because obviously I know the number, but I mean, let's just say ba I don't know what the average is coming out, but you're significantly higher than that. Significantly. I mean, I mean there's a reason why we go to school for engineering, but this guy, Listen, this like HIT, you're going to be engineering curriculums. Jobs eat up. Oh, Jobs yeah. love NJIT students. Yeah, they love oh, yeah. NJIT engineering. Oh, yeah. I should say. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, that's why NJIT is one. Wow, fuck. NJIT is a, a significantly lower graduation rate than a lot of the top universities. Yes. Because although we have a significantly higher acceptance rate, they just weed out the bad kids. Calc two weeds out fucking yeah. fifty percent of the oh, school's yeah. population. Oh my god, Calc two almost weeded me out. I got. I through. failed it. I failed Calc yeah. two. But I just took it out of the fucking communities. Yeah, community I failed it. I failed I'm, it, dude. Everybody, I've always when I heard growing like coming into the school, everyone fails cop too. So like when I failed, it, I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And guess what? I'm still graduating four years. Yeah. And I failed another class too. Chemical well, I mean, I'm I'm taking four and a half. Four and a half years, loser. <laughs> it shit happens, man. It is what it is. But that's why that's why I'm I also said that this is my last. 
Yeah, the fall's going to be my last yeah, semester because yeah, yeah. I'm going to work for a year before I get out of school. Nice. You know, make some money. But, I mean, regardless, yeah, you're making enough money to where you could actually support yourself. Yeah, I'm excited, bro. It's it's a, it's a new stage in my life, and it's something that I, I've been working towards my entire life. I mentioned the story earlier, different episode, that my old AP chemistry teacher uh, said, you know, oh... I, for all the Division One athletes and chemical engineers that I know, they either do one of two things. They either drop being an athlete or they drop being a chemical engineer. Well, I set my mind to finishing both, and I fucking did it. Well, not officially, but in about a month's time, I will have officially done it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like I come to the point where I am now kind of completing all of my goals, right? I wanted I wanted to be a division 1 soccer player my whole life. Okay, that's now come to an end. I've wanted to be a chemical engineer my entire life. All right, I'm about to graduate college and I'm literally about to start my job as a chemical engineer, not some bullshit business, not some bullshit fucking side job, fucking working doing some bullshit like getting paid minimum wage. No, like I got a full-time job as a chemical engineer doing chemical engineering shit in a chemical processing plant. Shout out Shamrock Technology, shit's gas, right? But it's like, do I really feel like like everything, like I feel like everything is like almost coming to an end of sorts. Like what other goals now do I have to complete? Yeah, I wanna make a lot of money. I want to keep progressing in Shamrock. I want to work myself up in the company. I want to do all these things, right? But now, like, like now for me, it's like I got to figure out what's next. Like, great, I want to get a Tesla eventually, but what life goals do I want? That's something that I've been trying to think about recently. Like, like what do I really, like, what, like what's about to come? Like, what's about that's, to be there? That's the crazy thing. Like, it's my like whole now, life, I've been thinking of college and that's, get a job. That's, I'm that's, about to finish college you, and I'm starting you, my job. Like, what's now next, Now you got bro? a job. What's next, what's right? Next? And I mean, it's crazy, right? You just don't know. Because once, until you get out, like, now, it's almost like we've lived in this world for, for this long, like, the school world, where it's like, where you're focusing on school yeah of course you get a job here and there on the side you make money or over the summer you get a job but once you come out like that's it you got to pay bills you actually have to be responsible to a certain degree and and um it just, life changes life changes on you and it's it's kind of crazy to think about where you're like you you almost get this sense of like responsibility like it's, it's like a weird sense of responsibility like fuck like you it's like a wake-up call like shit now i actually have to pay for everything the amount of responsibility you pick up once you leave this fucking place the amount of fucking bills you have to pay the amount of things you have to worry about and then never mind the fact that a few years from now you know eventually you're gonna settle down you're gonna have a family like that's where life really hits you. And I mean, you know, you have a you have a grace period, a few years where you're kind of sitting there like, what do you want to do? Like, obviously, I have, for me, I still have, from, from, for now, it's a year and a half unless things change. I have a year and a half left. What am I going to do, right? 
I don't know. I, I, I'm sitting there and I, I have a lot of different ideas in my head. Like, do I want to stay in New Jersey? Half of me says yes. Half of me says no. But like you're where at the you position where Florida, Texas, or New Jersey. Those are my three options. Because I used to be, you remember, I used to be a big proponent of going to California. But that's mm-hmm. a shithole right now. LA it's is a shithole. Shit Mad expensive too. Mad expensive. Taxes through the roof. Like it doesn't make sense. Texas would make a lot of sense. Miami. For me, it's like when I'm young, I'd want to go there. But also, like now, I, I think about it in the sense that, like, all right, well, right now, like I have a girlfriend. If I still have a girlfriend when I leave college, like that does change things to a certain degree. I know you're not supposed to make life decisions based on that, but it does. It, it does. does play into it. Like if you really see a future with somebody, it's like, well, what what am I gonna do? You know, like like yeah. like I have to kind of involve them in the decisions that I'm making to a certain degree. Like if I'm gonna go. To Miami let's say then can I get this person to come with me but you also got got to think like I have to think about the fact that I've all my grandparents are still alive I know they don't have a lot of time left right that's just reality of it yeah. and it's not because like I don't they're unhealthy it's just they're getting older they're getting like they're old, they're yeah. they're in their 70s my, my grandparents are turning 80 this year I mean, like, you know, there's there's only a certain... They've already lived a long, good life. Like, there's a certain amount of time that they have, and you, you don't know. Yeah. You just you know, don't know, and you don't want to leave. And then think think to yourself, like, fuck, I wish I stayed. Yeah. Like, obviously, I want them to, to stay for my for my wedding and stuff, but... but um, Lock it up, then. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm... I, no, I know... I, I know... I have an idea of how old I want to be when I get married. Like, I want to wait to a certain age, only because, like... You just want to, you almost want to be, like, once you hit marriage, like, marriage, it's like a, it's almost like a legal binding. Like, I know, I know, and I I know, well, that's the thing, (laughs) like, my, 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 obviously, and, and, like, even though, like, I know you, you don't believe in this, but for a Catholic person, it's a different story, right? Yeah. And it, it has much more deeper meaning. So I don't necessarily want to rush into marriage. Um, I wouldn't say it's a deeper meaning. It's like, well, well once... The, the thing is, once... Like, a, I don't... Like, I just want to be insured. And, and I know a lot of okay, people are like... you can't insured. find that as a non-religious person? Yeah, well, well, that's the thing. You don't... you Well, basically, you don't want to go through the hassle of, like, rushing into marriage and then all of a sudden getting into a divorce, right? Okay. Because then that's, like, a pain in the ass to go through. How does this relate to Christianity? Well, because Christianity, the rule is if you get a divorce, you can't get remarried in the church. And that's, like, really important in my okay, family. Okay, but how much do people follow that? You, you're not allowed... Like, if you get divorced, you can't remarry in the church. The church will not let you remarry in the church. So, fuck the church. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's a dumbass well, that's, rule. That's well, a because, dumbass because fucking you, you rule, shouldn't, bro. You, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't... Well, listen, I... Bro, you think so you, you get, fucking love someone and all of a sudden yeah, they yeah, fuck your fucking co-worker. Yeah, yeah, well, What's going to happen? That's a different... There's, like... A God's going to be like, oh, no, you're going to hell. No, no, there's... No, no, like... There's there's a difference like there's there's a difference because there's a lot of there's a percent there's a large percentage of divorces where just things don't work out yeah right? that's and it's what not I'm like it doesn't have to do with anything with with adultery or cheating or whatever but I mean I just too black and white it's it's no regardless I just want to wait I want to wait for for a certain amount of have? time last question I want to just ask this before we go I mean I mean two I to three two to three you want to hear my answer. What? As soon as I have a girl, I'm not having any more kids. Wow. I do not want to risk wow. having two girls. 
Wow. I'm banking on a firstborn son and then maximum three. So, like, I would have two boys and then I'll have another kid hoping for a girl. I'll t- and then, like, if it's still a, if it's a third boy, I wouldn't have any either. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. So though. those are my rules. I'll those tell you. I'll tell you this. My girlfriend sort of had had an effect on my because originally I wanted to have three, similar to what I had. I feel like that's like a three good is a number. great number. Yeah, but like you have a you have an oldest, middle, and youngest, right? I'm the youngest, yeah. But on the middle, right? But mm-hmm. but you you don't you almost don't want to have like. I don't know. I just don't want to. Uh, like my girlfriend convinced me. Like was like, oh well, two. She wants like a boy and a girl. And for me, it's like, well, you know, the more kids you have, the, I don't want an only child. I don't want my child definitely to have siblings. Not. Definitely but, want kids, and definitely don't want an only child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like, that's, that's why. I, but bro, what if you have? A, what if I you have know, a girl first? I know, I know, because that's what I said, bro. Like, if I have a girl first, bro, like I'll tell you this: my brother's, my brother's family. No, no, my bro- sorry, my brother's girlfriend's family, they have five. Dude, like, that's you too want, much. Yeah, that's five? So much Wait money, till you bro. hear this. Wait till you hear this. Five, one boy. Fuck, Four girls. Dude. Ready Ready for the ages? That's a headache, Listen dude. to the ages. 21, right, the girl. 21, 18, 9, 6, 2. Bro, 21 and 2, you're fucking... Giving birth for eighteen or nineteen years, that 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 woman has a uh, strong will. That's for sure. But now the reason why I would only want, dude, just because like, bro, like, I know girls are sweet. I have a I have a a, a niece, Kaylin, uh, who's literally the best niece in the world, and like, she's an amazing kid, role model of who I would want my daughter to be like. No fear, rebel fucking almost a tomboy-esque and a, and she gets a lot of that from her dad chris because he always rough houses with her i love the relationship she had it's who i would want as a daughter regardless i've seen too many girls in my life that i just like would not want my daughter to grow up yeah. to be like and i feel like if i have a daughter i'm gonna treat her well and listen i'm not gonna sit here and say i have a daughter first time I'm not going to fucking love her shit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, it's going to be so much more of a headache and so much more stress for me. Because, like, like, listen, I'm going to be straight. Like, I don't want my daughter fucking hoeing around, fucking doing all this shit. I want her to be innocent. I want her to be nice. I want her to find her first boyfriend and fucking date him and marry him and fucking never do anything with anybody else ever again. You know, Culture's and obviously changing. Obviously, and, and, changing. And, and again, that's never going to fucking happen. And, like, obviously, it's a fucking pipe dream that that's going to happen. Yeah. But, it's just, just I know like I can't know. deal I can't deal with like some of these girls that are fucking just like slutty as hell just going on social media fucking you throwing just, their body around. You just around. don't know. You just I don't know. But a lot of that comes to, like to that. you uh, c- comes from you, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time to go from the, the deep. deep. Well, we have one question this week from Caden Polito. Mm. This guy's What's, been fucking active recently. Maybe it's might, a sign. Might warrant might warn an appearance, but here, here we go. Uh, what's the most useless talent you have? Uh, I have double-jointed knees. I know. Everybody, this, yeah. everybody makes fun of me for it. So, like, you know people with double-jointed elbows, they can, like, bend their elbow more than, like, 180 degrees, which is a yeah. straight line. I can do the same thing with my knees. 
Um, completely useless. Doesn't give me any advantage. Uh, actually gives me a disadvantage because everybody, specifically Tom Radon, fucking roasts the shit out of me every fucking yeah. time he can. Like, anytime I say something, like, even if it's unrelated, like, I'm trying to talk to him about soccer, he'll tell me, yo, bro, fix your knees, bro. Fix your knees. <laughs> like, that has actually nothing to do with the conversation. Yeah. But it is funny. Um, yeah. yeah. My, my, my knees bend more than a, a straight line. I mean, I don't know. I could do accents pretty well. I don't know if that's a useless talent, but I could also... Depends I, on how you use it. I could, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I, I could use them for, like, prank calls and stuff, which is pretty pretty useful to a certain degree sure. i don't i don't really know what else i'd say like i oh, i have i have this thing where i could loosen up my Ooh. my uh he's i like, could loosen up his ring my, my ring finger i could loosen it up it's like dead and it's almost like dead hand. and i could shake it yeah my dad taught me this but he used to do this like when we like instead of beating us <laughs> he used to come up and just go like just like slap smack you, with the, you with, with the finger, and he taught me how to do this, and it and it like stings, you know. A little stinger, yeah, a little pop. Yeah, but but like besides that, I don't know, I don't know. Like the accents is like could be useful in a way if you use it in the right way. Like I used to do prank calls all the time with it. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I mean, I don't know what else I'd say. Last thing I want to end with before we end the episode, I'm leaving Summit for a whole week. I <laughs> forgot to mention this when we were talking about Miami. But this is probably going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I've taken Look care of this her, dog. Yeah. This dog has literally been sitting on my my lap for the entire podcast, minus maybe, what, two minutes she yeah. was standing by the door because she heard the fucking front door open, yeah. and then she hopped right back up. I love this dog. This dog loves me, and I'm going to leave it for a week. As you guys know, this dog was abandoned, and I'm just so afraid she's going to think, like, I abandoned her again. Granted, she'll be with Fabrizio yeah, and Caden. Yeah, yeah. She loves Fabrizio a lot. She's warming up to Caden. But, like, for me personally, I'm just devastated, bro. Hey, man, she loves you. You could tell this. she follows Caruso around the house. Like like my shadow, bro. Yeah. That's the only way I can explain it. She's yeah, dead-ass my she's shadow. But, but, I mean, I think I cuddle right. with her every night, guys. Like, I literally fall asleep and cuddle with this girl every day, all the time. <laughs> and she heard another door open, so she knocked out. Or she left my lap. But, regardless... Thank you guys very much for listening to another episode of Too Deep Podcast. Fire, fire episode, and come back next week. This time, we should have guests. We should. We're not going to promise anymore, but we should have fucking guests. They will be here. Stay tuned. Every Friday, we'll be dropping episodes. You already know. Follow us on Insta, at Too Deep Podcast. (laughs)